Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Red Dragons faithful. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. Hosted by Bo Machanti that features Coach Perry and the next generation of today's Red Dragons players. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragon Football Podcast, powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance here in Niles, Ohio. I am your show host, Bo Marchanti, here with Coach, Head Coach Jim Perry, and we're here in the Dragon's Den. If you will, Bo Ryan stay in as we conduct another episode of the podcast. Coach, I was thinking about this on my way in. Uh, the movie uh, uh, with Joe Pesci, uh, My Cousin Vinny, when he's out there and and, and his, his girlfriend's complaining that she wants to get married. His, his nephew's about to get tried for murder. And he, he says, is there anything else that you can pile up on top of basically this thing? I mean, you, you know, you've, 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 you've got injuries. You had to shuffle your schedule. I mean, just so much going on. Is there a point where you're like, have you asked yourself that question? Is there anything else in this 2022 season that you can stack upon your aggravation chart? Yeah, what you don't want to do is say <laughs> that it could never get worse. Because, you know, lo and behold, once you think you're there, then there's always something else. Uh, yeah, crazy week. Uh, we literally uh, prepared for four different opponents as just the dominoes kept falling, and, you know, again, like we thought we were dead in the water, and then one thirty on a Thursday, uh, we get this phone call, you want to play. I didn't even – I didn't know anything about Independence. They they could have been, uh, you know, like uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers or something. I was like, yeah, let's go, let's play. So we, we watched film with the kids for 20 minutes, went out, had about an hour and a half practice, and uh, then, of course, got on the bus and, uh, you know, headed to Independence. So, a little bit of a smaller school, Division Six, uh, beautiful facility, treated us well, and uh, uh, very, very uh, sloppy performance in parts. But all things considered, if you come out of it with a win, I guess we'll take it. But uh, it certainly wasn't our best. Uh, but again, under unforeseen circumstances, for sure. Definitely, and I think I texted you Thursday morning. Uh, Is there anything going on? You're like, no. And then yeah. you said later in the afternoon, the game arrived. And was there a point where you really thought? This, this, we aren't playing? Yeah, probably, you know, Wednesday. You know, Wednesday was a long day. We had to prepare for the, the, you know, the idea that we wouldn't be able to be in our facility. We moved all of our pads out. Uh, We moved them. We secured them in a a different location. And the coaches, we were all sitting there around the trucks, and we'd moved everything. And we're just like, man, this is just such a, like, deflating feeling. And, uh, you know, what do we do with the kids? Do we do we try to meet with them today? Blah blah blah. And uh, like I said, uh, went to bed really feeling like you know, uh, know this feeling because we've been there last year, obviously <laughs> with Jefferson and the COVID. And then uh, you know, around uh, one thirty that morning or that afternoon, I got a call from Mr. Fritz. When I was at Matthews, and uh, he said uh, something like. Uh, how much do you love me? And I said, well, I'm never going to say it out loud. So tell me what you got. And I'll, you know. But, uh, you know, he said, uh, obviously, we'd find the game. And then, uh, you know, again, I told our kids about this. But we like to talk about the program and, and what all goes into it. Um, now, 20 minutes after that phone call with Mr. Fritz, I get a call from uh, the Mother's Club saying, do we need to feed the boys before the game? Yeah, oh, we're on it. They take care of that. You get a call from the frontliners. Hey, do we need charter buses? Is a bit of a longer trip. 
yeah, it'd be great. I don't think you'll be able to find any. You know, they called for four hours, and and lo and behold, they find a they find a place that had two buses available. So, you know, I tell our kids, there's so there's so many people working behind the scenes to help you guys. You know, from you both the podcast, to, uh, guys getting film ready. To, uh, I can hear someone shoveling ice right now. You know, it's pretty incredible the support system we have. So I want to say thank you to those groups for helping us pull it off. Obviously, to the administration for putting it together, and you know, yeah, we didn't have a home game. We got to play football, so we were happy about that. Yeah, and most importantly, we always say it's about the kids. They got to go out and do what they love to do, and that's at the end of the day. Um, they might not have done it here in Niles, but nonetheless, they got to play. Yeah, and, and the uh, the flip side of that, if you were at the game, you'll know what I'm talking about. We had a tremendous cramping issue up there, and uh, you know, people are probably wondering what the heck's going on. Well. It's it's the biggest battle I think I fight. I try to fight through the years, getting these kids to hydrate. That's that ice you could hear shoveling back there. And when we didn't think we played the game, I think everybody let their guard down. The kids will tell you I didn't hydrate like they were supposed to. We actually will do what we call forced hydration. They'll be in there right now with Gatorade electrolyte drinks, and they can't leave until they get one down and then some water. Um, and, and it was I, I kind of take it, like, personally embarrassing. I know, you know, I under the circumstance, you can understand it. But there were plays where we had two, three kids cramping at once. We're throwing guys in, out of position, guys that hadn't had a lot of playing time. So that's where a lot of, I think, the sloppiness came from. We maybe had the ball inside the 10, two times didn't score, and that doesn't include the, having the ball at the one-yard line at the end of the game and kneeling on it. And then uh, – Turnovers. Uh, we dropped. A, we fumbled a kickoff return. We fumbled a punt return, and that set up scores for them. I mean, those are things that, that we certainly can't have. But there, there were some bright spots too. But uh, uh, just again, I I don't want to say it. I'll never go through something like that again because, like I said, it could be worse. You know, before you know it. But that was definitely you know, a week that we'd love to not repeat if we can help it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Once again, you're listening to the Niles McKinley Red Dragon Football Podcast, powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance. You can always find these shows free and available at Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. You can download and listen to these shows at your leisure. So I got to ask you, so usually you guys are prepared. You guys have been watching film. You've been preparing for something specific. This happens at 1 o'clock, 1.30 Thursday afternoon. Was there a little bit of a fun or enjoyment process of just heading up there, not knowing what they're going to do? And they got no idea basically what you're going to do. Yeah, I mean, you know, to me, if I'm just saying personally, it reminded me of my days of coaching, you know, whether it was freshman football or seventh and eighth grade or probably the most uh, rep is, you know, JV. You know, you have an idea of what they do, but you don't necessarily know specifically. Um, you know, we do pride ourselves. We think what we do is fundamental anyway. So, yeah, th- that whole idea. I love going on the road. Like, that's, to me, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't trade it for being at home, but the idea of going into somebody's place and, you know, one of the things we like to talk about our kid is in our area, I think we're known for certain style of football being a little bit more physical. So anytime we get to go up to Cleveland or, uh, you know, down to, to another part of the state or even over to Stark County Alliance, we, we like to think that we bring that Mahoning Valley uh, mentality with us, you know, sometimes better than others, of course, but uh, – <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I did. There, it is a unique thing. I think it's something we'll definitely the kids are going to remember, and as coaches, we'll remember that you know for always. So it was pretty cool in that thing. And then we were talking about our uh, player, the uh, our featured player this week. Well, you mentioned Joe Smith. He had a big game, and then uh, 
what was what was it like just kind of finding a new piece to kind of lean on offensively as you kind of build towards the season two and one and you got late view this week yeah so two weeks now joe's been over 100 yards um you know we want to run the football as much as we can i know against the lions we do it 40 sometimes that's too much uh this week you know joe's one of those kids that cramps uh, but the one thing i could tell you about joe is you probably have to saw his legs off to keep him out <laughs> Uh, went back into the game and had a lot of those yards really after he uh, after he cramped, uh, including a um, uh, real big gain at the end of the the game to kind of ice it for us. Like I said, down at the one yard line, and we we go on it. Uh, but you know, it's it's Joe, and you you I think you'll learn this when you talk to him. I mean, his mindset's incredible. Uh, he's not the most vocal guy, but uh, uh, he dials in probably better than. The, anybody we've even had in the program for a while. So uh, he's super great kid. And, uh, you know, again, if you put him at guard, he, he would line up and play. I don't think he, he would argue about it. Uh, I did talk to his grandmother. She said, you should see our yard. He's, He's worn out the grass at night. He goes out there and does footwork drills. And, and, you know, in the weight room, he has a different mindset than most guys. He just stays with his head down and does what he's supposed to do. And I think that that, you can see that in his play. You know, he's a guy that just does his job. He doesn't do a lot of talking or anything like that. So uh, if we could replicate his behavior and not let alone his physical uh, attributes, I, I really think that, uh, uh, you know, it, my job would be super easy. Let me put it to you that way. Fair enough. And uh, we were discussing, or the coaches were discussing uh, last week, the uh, player of the game, Red Dragon ones. Yeah, that's Joe. You know, again, 150 yards, uh, two That's touchdowns, two. two out of three games. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, Joe, Joe would turn around and give that to somebody else. And, you know, we get those sandwich just, right. uh, cards, and he'll probably give one away knowing him. But, uh, uh, yeah, pretty hard to look look past his performance. And uh, I think the other thing that, that we got to celebrate with Joe is that he's protected the football. You know, we we had four turnovers in this game, which is unacceptable. With two interceptions, and then we had uh, – like I said, the two special teams fumbles. We got to protect the ball better, and we had an opportunity to put the, take that game away early. And uh, credit to Independence, uh, you know that term I say, proud program, ton of playoff tradition there. Uh, you know they played deep into the playoffs, and, and I think they came out of that game thinking, man, this was a positive because they those kids continued to just play despite that. You know you wouldn't know what the score was. In fact, I feel like they are playing harder than us right now. And that's, again, unacceptable. So, uh, you know, just can't have those mistakes and lead people in the game, and uh, especially a team like that that won't quit. So we got to clean that up. Definitely. And uh, real quick, before we bring in Joe for our uh, featured player uh, spotlight, uh, quick preview of Lakeview. Yeah, very impressed with what they've been able to do. I mean, they went off of uh, – uh, I know last year they were 0 10, and I think the year before maybe 1 and 9, but that could, it could have been back to back 0 10. I mean, I just know they haven't had a lot of success lately. Uh, but again, you watch them on film. They got a lot of guys flying to the football. They're organized, a uh, ton of formations. And I think the biggest thing is they're going to come in here with a lot of belief. And anytime you got a team that comes in here and thinks they're going to win, uh, uh, you know, that that's something that you got to deal with. So they know. Uh, you know, looking at with some success, they can get this one and go to three and one. Someone's going to come out of this tomorrow three and one. That, that's just the big thing everybody needs to know. And uh, I don't think they're going to back down for a minute. And you know, they should. You know, they they've had some success in their two wins. They beat uh, Liberty and uh, they beat LeBray, and then they uh, really went and played uh, 
Garrett's Bill Garfield, very tough. So, and uh, Garrett's has been tremendous. So, uh, you know, if somebody's looking for a good football game, I would think that Bo Ryan's going to be a place to find one for sure. That's excellent. I love it. And uh, I know we got somebody going under the knife tomorrow. Yeah, we got uh, we had a surgery. This this is the nature of football. We had a surgery. Uh, and I only mentioned this so we get some love. Yeah, for that's all. Yeah. So uh, I know they're fine with me saying Nico Whetstone had knee surgery yesterday. Uh, Matt Keeley uh, has knee surgery tomorrow. Uh, the difference between the two Nikos was the season-ending ACL. Uh, Matt's going to be on that. If you follow football, it's a meniscus tear, which he dealt with last year. And uh, the hope is, you know, they, they tell you two to four weeks on those, but uh, two's pretty rare, you know. So we're, we're hoping for three weeks with them, and uh, really just depends on, uh, you know, when they get in there. It's the meniscus they take out. So there's nothing to heal there, but it's the invasiveness of having surgery. Of course, you've got to watch for infection and how quickly that swelling can dissipate okay. so that he can get back and go into it. And he had that surgery in December, and uh, he was – well, I want to say maybe had in November, and three weeks later he was pretty deep in the squat rack. Okay. Um, so you know we're hopeful for him. Uh, you know senior year you really root for those guys. Nico's a sophomore. You don't want to see anybody get hurt, but man, you want your seniors to get back back out there as soon as you can. And uh, we got a couple other guys banged up, but uh, uh, we also have uh, some kids that are trying to get back. It's, uh, you know, that's football, man. I, I, this has been one of the rougher waves of injuries I, I've been a part of, but uh, uh, they're always going to come up. It's just a, just a matter of playing, so yeah. for sure. And best uh, Nico, and then obviously with uh, Mr. Keeley tomorrow, uh, I know just talking to him right outside before practice ended uh, just breaks your heart because yeah. he just tell how bad he just did not want to – he just wanted to be out there with you guys right now. Well, for sure. And, you know, in his case, it was – he could try to play through this restriction. Without a doubt, he would, but he couldn't, he couldn't get his knee into his stance. But it's a problem. You know, he's not playing wide receiver where he's standing up. So just where that tear is, and then what happens is it'll fold over and just lock that knee out from a, from a certain spot. And uh, where his tears, honestly, has three or four different little spots on that meniscus they hope to clean up. But, uh, you know, he's a warrior. I'm not worried about him. I'm worried because I want him out there for, for, his, for his sake. Right. But, I know if he can be out there, he will be for sure. Excellent. Well, Coach Perry, we appreciate you always, and uh, you're going to go grab our featured player, and it'll be Joe Smith. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I think you'll enjoy Joe. We just got to make sure he speaks up. He's a quiet kid. We like quiet kids. Uh, we love them all. Once again, the Mount McKinley Red Dragon football podcast featured by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance. And then remember, you can listen to these shows at Apple Music, Spotify. I mean, what's up, Joe? Just sit right down here, my man. I'm doing great. Um, fabulous game. Uh, we played three games so far, and you've been played uh, named the featured player of the I think the last two games. So congratulations. Um, I, coach said something. He uh, he. Uh, I don't know if he said your mom or your grandma. Or your, somebody in your family said when you come home at night, you're, you're wearing out the grass and doing your. Yeah, I'm just doing most I can do, putting the work. All you can do is get to do where I'm at to win. Make sure we win this game. Have a winning season this this year. That's what I'm focused about. Joe, I I love that type of spirit. I love that this is in you. It's in your DNA that you're going to go home and just want to get better. It's just not about the couple hours you're here and then you hey, get about it. You're so uh, young kid. I mean, football always your sport. Right. Um, when my brother growing up, I was a water boy. I was always down at the stadium. Okay. And I know I know these people. I know everyone at this 
I know there's one in the city. Okay. And when I go up, go up there on Friday, I do it for the people in my city. And and you've been really a godsend, you know. I mean, you know, Mr. Gardner going down, mm-hmm. and you've been able to you know, pick up that that role, which is so critical with the new quarterback, Budak in there. They're going to have to lean on you. How you feel after the game? Do you or do you feel a little beat up, or do you feel like, hey, let's play a fifth quarter and give me another twenty? Of course, I feel beat up, but <laughs> at the end of the game, I'm walking. That's all that matters. That's all that matters in my book. That's fair enough. Um, now, uh, last week, let's get it from the student's perspective. Uh, you know, you're not sure you're, you're not going to be at school. You don't know what's going to go on. And then probably most important, you don't know if you're going to be playing a game. What was it like when you found out late Thursday afternoon that you're going to head to Independence? Well, I was you know, part of the coaches for putting that, putting that in the, uh, uh, that position. Uh, I've been thinking how to game, but I'm just very thankful they did. Them driving to have a game. And it encouraged me as a player to go out there, practice every day, ask me to do have a game on Friday. Definitely. And uh, he, he also mentioned, you know, the mothers, well, they're already getting the meals ready for you guys, the frontliners, yeah, they're yeah. getting the buses, and uh, very nice collections on the community. And again, to pull this thing together. Um, I got to ask. So, five years old, Joe Smith running around in the backyard. We obviously know you're gifted with the football. Who did you pretend you wanted to be? Who was that guy at the National Football League that you – Imagine yourself being. Growing up, I want to be my, like my cousin, Davion Smith. Okay. He went out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man. He went Michigan. Just want to be like him. If his biceps are big enough to make my head, <laughs> I have no choice but to work. Uh, is he a guidance for you at all? Is he somebody you uh, kind of, you know, say, hey, you know, I need a little tip here? Most definitely. What are some of the more encouraging things that he says to you that you resonate with and you hold deep? Just be confident with the football. Be confident everything you do. As my whole family preaches to me, go out and say, be you, be you, and that's, that's the best thing to do. And, and you've done a fabulous job, and I, I, I just know from how Coach spoke about you earlier, um, just so many positive things and talking about how hard you work, how you're in that weight room, your dedication in there, it's, it's you know, very few and far between are that dedicated. Um, does that come from your cousin? Did it just come from your upbringing? It comes from my upbringing. My family preaches hard work. I can't. I can't. Nothing less than hard work. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Trying to be the very best me, very best version of me possible. I can't do that without slacking off. I love the attitude. And again, the footwork thing is going to, that's going to, I'm going to hold that every time I see you out there doing your thing on Friday. I'm just right. going to think of this kid busting his tail because you always hear about the great ones, you know, you know, Magic Johnson, you know, dribbling the basketball back and home from school, anywhere he goes the ball, you know, certain quarterbacks, you know, the ball was always in the hand and, and you're doing the footwork, getting your feet right. Um, let me ask you this. What's your favorite play? You guys are in the huddle. The plays call it in. What's that? This, this is a, uh, he smiles. He's, he's, he's smiling very big right now. If you could see his face. Is... Well, me, me being focused, I'm going to say league, but my favorite, my play, favorite play is anytime. I think any other play, my brothers have the ball in their hands. And just dishing out people going making a play. That's what I love. Going to see people make a play. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, before we let you go, and we appreciate you stopping by. We know you just got done with practice, schoolwork. Um, we like to kind of delve into your uh, personal life a little bit more, if you say, really. But uh, we call it three and out. A few off the wall questions. You ready to take a shot with some of those? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, favorite teacher. Favorite teacher. Miss Pantelis, my kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Kindergarten. Very good. Okay. 
Uh, how about this one? Uh, what's on your playlist or a song that you listen to that if the guys in that locker room heard might tease you about? Um, say block party the shot of baby. <laughs> That's a hidden one. Just me hide at the end of the day. Pushing in the mood. Fair enough. And uh, the final one for you. Uh, who's your closest teammate on this on this on this squad? My closest teammate. Yeah. Or you could have several. It could be a unit. I'm gonna have to say Landon Turner. Him, him, my, him, my older brother and his older brother is always close. We've always been close together. We might not hang outside of the school, but on that day, always got his back. I was play, I played football, played sports with him my whole life. On that day, always got his back. Landon Turner. Excellent, excellent. And this is your show. Any more shout-outs do you want to give? No, I just want to shout-out to my team. We're dropping 40 on Lakeview. That's all I'm going to say. Oh. Uh, he's dropping 40. <laughs> uh, Coach Perry is going to say, hey, Bo, can you edit that out? But nonetheless, Joe Smith, fabulous stuff. Thanks for having me. Oh, Bye. man. Oh, thank you. And once again, this is the Niles McKinley Red Dragon Football Podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance. And we appreciate you stopping by Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. You can find these free and available. This has been a C2P exclusive.